0: Welcome to Houndsy, the Steel Army podcast. I'm Dan Yost, and the Hounds finally take the first L in over a month, but it came in the Open Cup. So uh, the USL League good times keep rolling. They also pick up 25k in the process. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about uh, Birmingham looking a little foolish in the in the way. A bunch of wins. Hounds putting out some fun videos for the first time in a long, long time, and to go over that, two people with me. First off, uh, I think it's been a week or two since you've been on. Vesty, what's good?
1: Not much. Uh, yeah, it's been—I don't know. It was on like back to back there, and then off for a couple of weeks. But just trying to survive the air quality around here, I guess i guess i'm one of those people that are sensitive to it because i've had a headache all week even though it's not been too bad compared to other parts of the state it
0: feels like you're always like in a sickly household too is everyone else surviving uh the, the the crappy
1: canadian air yeah for the as i uh know everybody else is fine it's just um just my luck to basically as a day goes on and i'm sucking it in the, the headaches come
0: now you're also saying but, you uh you redid your your podcasting setup in the house there to to sound like you're not coming from a different planet. How's that working so far?
1: Dude, yeah, I so the last time I was on, my computer was getting funky on the Wi-Fi, so I switched to a headset I use for my work through my phone, and boy, did <laughs> I never realize how bad that sounded and I feel bad for all my clients now. So Oh, that's your work.
0: I, that's that's how you sound. So everyone else thinks you're from and working off of
1: Mars. I'm hoping that it's just because it went through my phone instead of its normal connection that it was sounding really bad, but probably not. But uh, now I got my—I actually got my computer hardwired into the router instead of trying to do this Wi-Fi bridge thing. So hopefully, I mean, problems. you sound a lot better. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. So you got that gun
0: for you uh the person giggling there in the background that's Ariana. what's good with you
2: uh doing good uh finally starting to catch up on sweep but uh talk more about that later um i did i did have to issue a a correction
0: we're on uh, either. we're I not prefer- we don't do it too often we we might need like yeah. a a a Hounsey, uh editorial or correction like <laughs> bumper music at some point here but go on yeah.
2: Uh, like the breaking news sound. Yeah. Um so my I have to issue an apology to uh Mr. Anders Bordeaux. Uh I do believe I saw a picture of him warming up for the Cincinnati game. Uh and he still had his tattoos, so uh, uh those might be real. I do think that I said a couple weeks ago that I I, I genuinely was very sure that they were not real. So I mean you went you went said, on for
0: multiple minutes about how those things were not real.
2: <laughs> I mean, they just don't look real. I mean, I have, I also.
0: Dig dig the hole deeper right now. Let's go.
2: I I did also in that episode say I had nine tattoos. I have gotten one since then. It's a pun. And I have 10 tattoos. It is a pun. Um, It's a a bowl of ramen and it says underneath it, uh, send nudes. Uh, Because I love Uh. ramen. (laughs) Um, But you, I mean, like, I don't know. I just thought but so Anders since I I know you listen to this. I'm sorry. Those I th- they must be real.
1: Well, we know Hi. somebody in the front office listens, so they can pass, <laughs> pass a note down the uh the hall.
3: Pass it on. Uh, she
0: office. was
1: so sure of this and then we didn't hear back from anyone that I kind of I was almost
0: going to go with that she was right because no one felt the need to correct us. Yeah, so Uh yeah, so
2: sorry <laughs> So pe- people
0: listen just just not that well to the t-
3: <laughs>
0: they they hear some dumb segment coming on they just we can fast forward at least five minutes yeah double speed that <laughs>
2: um but the other thing is uh something you mentioned uh the hounds released probably the cutest video i think they've released in I- i'm gonna i'm gonna confidently say ever I mean, it, it's it's probably the most. We adorable just discussed how you went five
0: released. minutes into something that you've clearly were wrong about, but <laughs> you're going to confidently say this is the cutest video ever.
2: Yeah, if someone can prove me wrong, prove me wrong. I'm I'm here for it. I also said that uh, if someone could prove me wrong, that uh, Chico does not is not the most photogenic person on our team, uh, and no one no one proved me wrong. So, no, well that's correct. Uh, I'm going to throw this out here and say this is the cutest thing that they've ever released. Uh, so yeah, um uh, it was best friends day today. Uh so they got a couple of best friend pairs together to ask some questions of each other and it was cute. It was like the the t- the admin team designed some questions and then they both had to answer it on the whiteboard and then they turned it around at the same time. Um and so the first pairing was Robbie and Kenny, which is 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 a cute pairing and probably a probably a standard one, but uh the things the things I learned I took notes during it so that I could regale everyone um Robbie drinks black coffee, which doesn't really surprise me uh they asked like you know what does Robbie drink you know what does or uh, how does Robbie drink his coffee and straight black small small black coffee was what Robbie said um also Kenny they said what is Kenny's hobbies uh and Kenny said he likes to plant and cook, and then uh, uh, Robbie agreed and said that uh, Kenny was the best cook on the, in Pittsburgh. So that's a confident statement there. But
0: that is something uh, if they really if they wanted to dig deeper on the socials, like a Martha Stewart yeah. thing with with Kenny Forbes doing some some pot uh, like doing some some gardening and then some cooking. Yeah, I mean, that's literally the yeah. Martha Stewart's whole gig.
3: Yeah,
2: but
0: you get with Kenny okay. Forbes.
2: Kenny Forbes, King Kenny. Um, and then they asked who's the better player, and uh, both of them said each other, which I thought was almost, almost sickeningly cute. Uh, and Robbie was like, "There's no way I'm better than you, Kenny. You are the king." And uh, oh,
3: that's a It was cute.
2: <laughs> 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 the the second group was a uh, Pat and Burke, which was a pairing I didn't expect, but makes sense to me after I see it. Um, I just have two notes on that one. One is, um, the question was like, what's something that Burke says every day? And Burke wrote down something real quick and he's trying to give hints to Pat. And Pat was like, well, it has to be uh, kid approved or something. So Burke has a saying that he says often that is not safe for work. And I'm intrigued. But he
0: says it at work.
2: I I need... I need to know. I'd I would not safe for work in the sense that it's probably not a bit,
0: oh, Well But I don't Well, I'm sure so you can find out is.
2: <laughs> And I'm very curious about what, what this this dangerous saying it. is. Um another question was what job uh, would you have if you weren't a soccer player? And Burke said a vagabond. A a vagabond. I don't even genuinely know if that word is from this entry. I don't think I've I've heard it in this entry other than like a Disney film.
0: Isn't that the lack That's of employment though?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like I I just it's a lifestyle. I just I just want to wander around.
0: That's like the end of and, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be a bum.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm here for it, but uh.
1: Gonna be the dude.
2: It's a strange answer. Um. And then the final pairing was the cutest of all three pairings, uh, Danny Griffin and Chico. Um, and outright, Chico has, one, he's the most phono- photogenic player on our team, and two, he has the best laugh. His giggles, and that's the best way I can describe them, is just money. he He's, they're adorable. Um, and uh, question that they had was, what does Danny say to Chico uh, at the end of every day? And he says, they both answered the same thing. They both answered all three questions, the exact same, which was cute. But the, uh, the thing that Danny says to Chico every day is, uh, love you, Chico. Uh, Chico wrote it in English and Danny wrote it in Spanish. So, oh. <laughs> T- Tiamo Chico. <laughs> um which was very cute uh the other question they got the same the job question was uh what would what would chico be if he wasn't a soccer player and uh both of them said teacher and i would i i think i would love chico as a teacher i think i think he'd probably be the best the best teacher out there he's just so nice
0: what What would he teach I mean, what, Kenny, what, what, what would be a subject
2: I don't know. He also said he could be a priest. That was the other thing he put down. And uh, Danny put a teacher or a dancer. So I'm thinking, like, I mean, it's got to be, got to be like a, a fun class, like, uh, well, PE. But that makes sense as that's, a so- as a soccer player.
0: That's it's kind of a lazy answer, though.
2: It is a lazy answer. Um... He's he's the dance teacher. <laughs> and he said that because of his all of his dance moves on the field. What I mean, have seen?
0: There's been a little bit of dancing. There's been some yeah some some suave goal celebrations. Yeah. Yes. I could see it. So you're saying the video was 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 solid, and the hounds should continue to produce these these fun little
3: yeah
2: three
0: four minutes of humanizing the players.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was cute. I definitely think that, you know, they, they should use the, you know, utilize the players more in, in their social media. Um, just because, yeah, it humanizes the players. We see them on the field or on TV all the time. So it's this, these cute little moments that just, I think, make it all better. So front office, uh, when you're listening, since, since you listen, uh, give us more, uh, Player
0: content, yeah. Vesty uh, Ariana's claiming that's the cutest video that they've ever put out. Um, you have you have just a touch more uh, history with this team than she does. <laughs> uh, or <laughs> or you, are you, do you, anything else you don't nominate for that is cutest video ever? Or are you, you you pretty solid with that.
1: I'm um, solid with it. I, that, I can't that's really.
0: What I've been spending the last like five minutes trying to figure out if there's something cuter. But
2: the only thing that could be cuter would be. Uh... Dogs, animals. I
0: was the fact they've never done some some. I mean, low-hanging fruit in terms of like a player video with with dogs. Is, they
2: did this year.
0: They did a photo shoot, but like it's not a.
2: Well, the Humane Animal Rescue of Pittsburgh, HARP, uh, posted on on their TikTok a video of Marky, Luke, and Nate playing with a dog yes i it, mean it was it was adorable with the photo shoot but it was a very cute but the the hounds didn't put that out now that's my it's the cutest video the hounds have put out
0: basically you I can't miss with that. with uh with dog content. yeah can't miss
2: or or cat contact give me some kittens
0: Amo, with a, Amo of- with a bunch of kittens
2: oh my god yep there it is uh, asleep asleep on his uh on his, like, you know, in the fur. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just hanging out. He's, that'd be beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone who's still with us here, I'm, I'm happy for <laughs> you. We'll actually talk a little bit about the Hounds because they had a, a two match week. Technically, you could say that. No, no, this was a two match week. Because it was Saturday. Yeah, two match. But that started against Phoenix at home this past Saturday. Your good guys won, bad guys nil. A very full day. It was a, a hot day that turned a little humid there at the end. Uh, I believe it's safe to say everyone in that section was absolutely disgusting by the time that game, mm. uh, at least by halftime. I mean, sweatballs were all of us, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: good times for uh, the good guys. Starting lineup for the Hounds that night, uh, which are, will be important as we get into the second game with uh, Cincinnati, but... Waiting net, Hogan Ordonia's the shields in the back, uh, Laser getting back in the starting eleven, King Kenny, Marky Ibarra, uh, Danny Griffin, Langston Blackstock, my man, Tolley gets a start in Ed Kizza as well, uh, holding holding Chico out of the starting lineup. Uh Vesti, start with you. When you saw this eleven, uh, thinking too much rotation, appropriate for the the big game they had coming up What uh felt good about this one or where were you
1: i thought was pretty obvious that uh we were definitely looking to tuesday uh very rarely does i feel like bob actually looked past the game but you know, over the last few weeks we talked about how deep the hounds are so before when you you'd rotate to be like oh god but now or this year anyways it's it's less of a worry so it's good to see these guys get minutes. It's good to see some of our, you know, our starters and the big guns get some rest for Tuesday. And Phoenix isn't what they used to be. So West Coast team coming over here, or west Westish Coast, I guess. Wasn't too worried. I, I figured we would get the job done. Uh, Ariana, is it? It is weird. Or at least I'm
0: going to say it's weird, and you you can tell me I'm wrong, but. We're at a point now where damn near any eleven names could be on that on that starting eleven, and mm-hmm. you're not going to be that concerned about it. It's just the depth of this team is outstanding, remarkable. Bob Lilly esque. I mean, is there? I mean, yeah. are, are there any names you 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 see on an eleven? And go, ooh, I'm not sure about that. Or are we at this point where the the depth is is what it is and fuck Bob, roll whoever you want out there.
2: It's yeah. I mean, there's some names that pop up every now and then. Well, a couple of names that just have disappeared kind of from lineups. Um, and a couple of names that that have popped up every now and then that kind of surprised me. Um, you know, I'm thinking Tony Lopez kind of has disappeared from, you know, the starting 18 in general. Um,
0: but, oh, but he but he came back.
2: He did come back for the Open Cup, which I'm here for. Um but he just kind of disappeared for a little bit. Um and then uh Osmanu, uh he's been he's only put in, you know, one game before the Open Cup which he was on the bench for. Um so, you know, there's a couple of names, but none that I'm like none that when i see the lineup i'm like dang it bob where's your brain i i mean every every time i'm on houndsy i i write out what i think the next uh starting lineup is going to be and i one struggle with it and two often don't get the full set um i forget about players um i kind of forgot about dz for a while uh he keeps popping up in the lineup and now i just i think that it's great for us to have that much um depth in ours and it surprises not only the fans watching but also the opposing team you never with with that you know thick of a bench you're never really sure who's gonna play who you're gonna face that time um whereas there's a couple of teams that we faced and they're like they haven't changed their starting 11 the entire season or there's been like two changes. You know, we're the opposite. We have games where there's only two players that are the same as the previous game. Um, so it's it just, you know, I, I, I love it and I feel like it brings back Lily Ball. And I think it's really nice because I mean, especially recently, we've had a lot of games back to back. And in the summer of soccer, we have a couple of Wednesdays thrown in there where it'll be nice to have some folks be able to get some rest because we have such a diverse bench to pull from and make up for injuries.
0: Which we may be having to do here uh, going forward for for the next bit, but Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get to that Mm -hmm. uh, later on. The one name I I do want to pull out there is your backup keeper. It was Jonathan Gomes, which is now a couple Mm -hmm. games in a row that he's become the backup. That may become important here as we get closer to the Gold Cup. We're going to tick that off our list uh, later on in this program, but let's keep that in mind that for the last two or three games, it's been Gomes as the backup and not Garner. But with that said, this was a game, uh, Vesty. twice as many passes from... From Phoenix, uh, what 15 shots that they took? I mean, less than less than half actually found uh, its way. Uh, or, or let me put it, like half of them were, were blocked. Um, the Hounds more efficient with their chances, and it is a, a big old Hulk and Spaniard on the back line. Arturo O'Donias uh, getting his third goal in as many league games in a row. Uh, this feel like a like a kind of vintage Lily Ball type of performance, or, or what was your
1: takeaway from it? A hundred percent Lily Ball. You get that that goal within like the middle half of the first half, and then lock it down for the rest of the game. And you know, let them have the ball as much as they want. Our possession was real low, uh, and they just can't do anything about it. I, I looked at the shot stat uh, before this this recording, and I couldn't remember them taking fifteen shots because barely any of them made it through to the net. There's only really that one chance uh, in the first half where Wait had to you know, really stick his hand up and, and to punch it up. Um, but other than that, like everything else, wasn't dangerous, or at least nothing they, they did was dangerous. There was another moment in the first half where Wait. Got a little aggressive, and I think it was Dornias that had to clear it off the line. Yes, it was my man being big on both sides of the, both sides of the wall.
3: <laughs> Dude, he,
1: he is hot right now. You know, it took some shit at the beginning of the year, but he, he's definitely found his stride. Big fan.
0: Uh, it's hard to be, hard not to be at this point.
1: Yeah, he had the clearance. He had the goal.
0: Wait, uh, I I think we're underselling how good that save was. I mean, that's full extension, ball at head height when he has to punch it out. Uh, that was a that was above and beyond typical effort. Um, and I feel like it, it almost kind of got buried in the in the, the hubbub of, of the full day. Uh, Ariana, uh, what were your big takeaways?
2: Um, I mean, exactly that. We, we have that's two games now that Ordonez has scored. And had great defending, so you know we changed one of our chants to just all encompass. Uh, Ordóñez in the front and Ordóñez in the back, um, and yeah, he's just been uh, he's been kind of taken off. It's it's what we saw, I think, towards the end of last year, um, and you know we were regretting the fact that that hadn't sparked earlier in the season. Um, but now we're seeing that this early. So I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes with it. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, who else will go for it. These This game got a handful of uh, new names back on the lineup, or I guess old names back on the lineup. Um, and we got to see some talent from other people. A lot of our big names were missing. Um so I'm glad we kind of got to see that and see how people are playing. Um, so, yeah, I think that I'm, I'm really we, – we talked a lot in Hounsey about uh, the great back line, and I didn't expect our fantastic back line to also be fantastic. A fan, one of them being a fantastic striker as well. Um, he's going to be like Blackstock where you never actually know where he's playing on the field.
0: No, he's been because they've all been the, the sneaky kind of worm your way, yeah. you know, through a crowded eighteen uh, yard box and and just be available. It like the guy's too big to be that 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 sneaky <laughs> in there. But fuck, they're not they're not marking him.
2: Yeah, I, and I I don't get that. You know, I mean, you
0: would think they covered that that practice.
2: True. Yeah, you assume he's a defender. Maybe he's far in the back, but. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a tall dude. He's, I think, one of our tall... He's 6'2". I think he's only matched... Only shorter than Pat Hogan by, like, an inch. So, it's not like he disappears like some of our shorter players, but I don't... I guess Tola's a, a, an inch taller than him as well. Um... But that just kind of blows my mind.
0: <laughs> Imagine if we had oh. him and him and Greenspan were here at the, at the same time. <sighs> That'd be nice. Uh, I'm going to hey, bring what, this up. Uh,
1: All right, go on. As I was going to say just real quick about not knowing where like, people are going to show up on the field and stuff. I don't have any in-depth things to say about it. But something interesting I noticed uh, after the first goal was like around maybe the 30th minute or so. Lily switched uh, failing into shields inside of the fields like they they were originally the shields on the left wing and failing on the right, I think. And then they mm-hmm. they switched for some reason. And so I don't remember I did. I noticed it when it happened, although I don't remember how long it lasted or if they, they say like that all the game, but it just goes to show like the flexibility that Lily can put these guys anywhere,
3: mm-hmm.
1: even mid game, and they are still performing very well in league play. I mean,
0: we've all seen uh, Langston go basically midfield, drop back on defense for 15 minutes before coming out of the game. I mean, just (laughs) uh, positional flexibility is a requirement at
1: times. And uh, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. We get on people, or some, I don't know if we do actually, but some people get on like teams for not posting their their formations. They just list the guys on the the tweets. Mm Mm-hmm. This is that like, with how much our guys move around, even in middle of the game, like I don't know how you could put a formation on these on this team. Agreed. Why would Bob even want to show him show how the
0: he plans to line them up? Let that be. You should sure. fuck
1: with them and like put yeah put all the defenders on in the striker positions or just like <laughs> just roll a dice felt where the guy fills in.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't give anything away like that because you know. You're rolling out this many different combinations of guys and exactly where on the field, how far down the field the, the guys might be playing. There's no reason to, to show it. Let, the, let mysteries abound. Let them figure it out in the first five minutes of the game. Uh, I want to throw this out there only because this is something that I would never normally do, uh, but we're a third of the way through the season. Chico has run away with uh, the offensive production, uh, Ordonez. Is making himself a name Both on defense and an attack Am I allowed to make A very 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 premature Case for Adonios for player of the Year and not Chico Or is that blasphemy at this point
1: That's tough Offensive offensive guys always got the the leg up I would love a defender to win it once
3: Yeah,
1: We've had a defender win it once Who? Willie Hunt, my man. Oh yeah, well, he was <laughs> kicking ass and taking names that season. And then there's some stuff after so the season.
2: It. So is Ordonez.
1: Yeah, but Willie Hunt didn't score he as much. I don't it. remember. This is true. I mean, we're, that was also very much a vibes pick that year. Dude, I'm doing a vibes pick this year. I'm thinking Bielsa. <laughs> oh,
0: we're going to man. we're going to get to that man in the second game. We. have got thoughts that.
1: He he's got the key to my heart this year. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: Biasi is uh, courting a, a fine. Him and Dos Santos both are now at four, league yellows.
1: Well, we, the hounds are the hounds got a bonus this week, so pay the man. <laughs> yeah,
0: we th-
2: we'll do a bake sale.
0: The problem. Okay, you brought up the the bake sale problem. We, we'd already owe guys for paying for the red card fines. Like we're, <laughs> That's we're already true. working on that.
2: We're th- three red cards deep. So
0: yeah. I, although I'm not sure if you, you get a fine for a, an open cup red, because then you'd be finding uh, potentially you'd be finding amateur players, and that's just cruel.
3: Oh well,
2: yeah.
0: I don't know. I I don't so, know if there's a fine associated with that.
2: Two two league red cards. a red card.
0: And man, could we have used uh we'll get to that too. Could we have used that guy on Tuesday night, but eesh. yeah. uh Off the field, some other awesome things going on this past weekend. First, we had a wedding. Holy shit, we had a Steel army wedding. Uh, Colin and Cam, uh, about an hour before kickoff, tied the knot uh, on the field mm-hmm. in front of the the, uh, the ball child stand. Ariana, you had a front row seat for it. Give us your, your thoughts on the pre-wedding reception and the mm-hmm. ceremony itself.
2: Yeah, so uh, the grooms came in matching outfits. Uh, which is the cutest thing in the world. They had all the way down to their shoes were uh, perfectly matching. So. You're big on a cute kit um, this week. I am. <laughs> I, uh, I don't get why, uh, but, yeah, they were – it was good vibes for, for June. Um, but it was nice, and we had a, a traditional Pittsburgh cookie table – um, we had a lot of people come out a couple front front office uh members come out and join us uh and we hyped it enough that uh the Mertz family clan had asked me about it um so they had seen it so it it got out there that we were having a wedding um A lot of people were kind of disappointed it wasn't more like during the game um but I understand why it couldn't be, but it was, it was quite fun. Um,
0: we, I mean, this was also th- thrown at, at the, the front office
2: Yeah, last fairly
0: <laughs> late in the game.
2: Yeah. It was like right before the, we threw it at them right before the Columbus game and they were just kind of like, hold on. Yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll get the Columbus game uh, under oh. our belts and then we'll go. Um, but I, I couldn't stop singing that whole day. Um, uh the the traditional in my opinion <laughs> the song i always sang during weddings but i remixed it so it was uh go into the high mark and we're going to get married uh it, it doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue i guess i could say uh, could have said going to fort high mark and we're going to get married uh but i was just singing that all morning um i spent the morning at pride so i was as you said earlier uh, a sweat ball, I think is what you called us. I was, I was gross and I was sunburnt. Uh, my nose just started peeling. Uh, so I was, did not fully consider the, the ramifications of direct sunlight for 90% of the day. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was a, fu- it was a fun wedding. Uh, we popped some smoke and uh, some pyro uh, accidentally. Um and it was just nice to be a part of their day. Um, they they see the Steel Army as family, um, so it was really great for us to just be there with them. Um, and Colin pr- proposed to Cam in the parking lot of Highmark, so it comes full circle.
0: That was in the COVID um, year, too, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, 2020, when they couldn't go into games, they just went down to Highmark and um, Colin proposed to Cam in the parking lot. Uh, Which is apropos, because that's where we hang out every week. Um, So, yeah, it just came full circle. And uh, I want to thank, on behalf of everyone who was involved in this, um, the front office for being so welcoming and so open. They had their photographers come over and take pictures, um, you know, which is professional pictures that have turned out beautifully beautifully. And it's just great for Colin and Cam to have that memory with all of their family and friends surrounding them at their favorite place. So it was a great, it was a great day and we ended with a win. So, uh, made it all the better in my opinion.
0: Yeah. So it started with a, with a really, uh, fantastic wedding
3: mm-hmm.
0: ended with a win, and there was dollar beers in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Vesty, you, you were, uh, kind of first on the scene with the uh, the dollar beer uh distribution, shall we say, uh from a couple different bars. Uh what's your takeaway on on the uh how the, the Dar beer sales went last weekend?
1: Looks like they went well and having proper twelve ounce cans as opposed to like you know ten ounce Dixie cups or whatever is, is a big plus. But I gotta say, like it's probably not not the fault of the hounds, but I think on our side, when people came to the gate, they thought that the the Bud Light booth right in front of them was probably the only place to get it, and that line was basically going out of the stadium for dollar beers, where you could actually go to any any of the uh, concession stands and get it. So the the trick for those of us who realized what was happening was to go run underneath the grandstands to get our dollar beer because nobody was. Nobody was there yet. They are all waiting in line right at the gate. You can kind of get as much as you want then. But yeah, it seemed like it went well. Um, I do wonder if they didn't open gates till six because they didn't want to have dollar beer for two hours though.
0: No, they've been doing they've been doing an hour
1: gates everything except yeah. for the Columbus game. Was uh, may may the wrong email? But I thought they were always doing it at five. No, I think gates have always been six this year. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I want to believe magic. my conspiracy theory. That's fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean I'll, I'll, be, I'll beat this drum one more time. Uh, do you know how much faster those lines would have gone if if everyone just, you know, here's, here's some cash burgers, hand me some beers? Like, waiting for everyone to do a, a card transaction for $2. That's true.
3: Ugh,
0: come on. The
2: one game that would have been nice for us to be a cash... Stadium, yeah,
0: just remember, and yeah, everyone finally picked up on that. That they even before they had like the one place that was cash only, that and that was always just boom, boom, you get ready and get your beer. I mm-hmm. would, I would love to just give, give me one cash only line, please. All right, it, it felt it, it was awkward. Everyone doing car transactions for two bucks, yeah, yeah.
2: We have, we have what two more dollar beer nights, I believe so. This season, so uh, front office.
0: Now they did sell all these uh, all these beers, so I mean they they successfully sold true. them. But as a man who hates waiting in lines for anything, <laughs> I was I bought the beers basically out of novelty, not because I really wanted two one dollar Bud Lights that badly. Just
1: yeah. saying. They they got that new what was the ice light cart they roll out sometimes. It's just, yeah. Let's just pre-buy the whole thing and roll into our section, I, and then people can give us a dollar. We'll I, take the
0: dollars. I. I proposed that to Josh before the season started, and everyone kind of looked at me like I was funny. Can we just pre-buy <laughs> all these beers, and then they don't have to worry about it?
2: They need those uh, the guys walking around with the beer coolers. Oh,
0: lady, you're, you, lady, you're, you're bringing beers. back an argument from the past five, six, seven years.
2: <laughs> give us, give us our, our roving beer man. Yep, or woman, our beer person.
1: Or hell, like, I don't know, Josh would go for this, but have our secret barbie and open tab on the steel army, and then we'll settle later. Yeah. And people can give us a dollar. You know, don't worry about it.
0: I would I would be all about letting us pre-buy all the dark beers, and then they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Although if anyone from the, the state uh, liquor, <laughs> control, board liquor or, control board or our state... Uh, in revenue offices, that no, we were not, we would definitely not sell these beers back to anyone. That would definitely not happen.
3: That would not be, no, yeah.
2: <laughs> but
0: they would be distributed one way or the other.
2: An open bar with a suggested tip, yep,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that gets us into, into Tuesday, and the Hounds had a, a fairly big contest in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Quarterfinal matchup, twenty twenty three Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Uh, I'll say it was it was a damn good night. Uh, a couple of issues notwithstanding, let's start with the, with the the pregame stuff. Ariana, you did a true psycho move. Went out and back the same day. Uh, have you recovered from that yet?
2: Mm, no, um, yeah, I'm still working my sleep up. Uh, so I worked Tuesday from 8 to about noon. Uh, and then my car folks came. It wasn't just me. Uh, there, were, there were three other folks in my car who helped me stay awake, which was nice. Um, but, yeah, they came over and we left at about 1, one o'clock, 1.30. Um, and we made it to Cincinnati in four hours because I go the speed limit for anyone listening <laughs> um but we made it there at about five and i my first complaint pre-game so they pre-sold their parking garage which is what we do for uh, somewhere between five to fifteen dollars either way they pre-sold spots in their lots some riverhounds folks got uh spots in their parking But they had a a handful of spots left over that they promptly sold for $40. Ooh! Which is disgusting. That would be like the hounds doing that for our section. Oh, you want to park in the VIP? And the game, you know, we already pre-sold the lot except for like 10 spots. 50 bucks a spot. No. No. So yeah, $40 for parking next to the stadium. But one block over, we found a a spot. I mean, it wasn't great. It was like $25, which is way more than I expected it to, but it was like two blocks away from the stadium and a block away from the bar. We all met out at. So it was, it was pretty central. So, um, yeah, so it was cool. And then we all uh, went to meet, um, at a bar. I think it's called pass if I remember correctly. Um, and it was, yeah, like a block away from our parking spot and we all kind of met up there. We saw the, the merch clan ate there as well. Um, and there were a lot of river hounds uh we severely outnumbered the cincinnati fans that decided to make the trek to that bar um and yeah it was fantastic um and i did to just wrap this whole road trip up after the game uh we drove back uh we got home at like 2 a.m um i didn't get to bed till probably three by the time that you know, I got everything out of my car and then I waited up until I got a text from all of the folks that were in my car to make sure they got home okay. Um, so yeah, I probably didn't get fully asleep until 3 a.m. And then I had to get up at seven the next day to get, get to go to work again at eight. So um, it was basically a little nap. And then last night after work, I just, I passed out. I probably got 10 hours of sleep. And then I'm still like when's my bedtime is coming up. I need to <laughs> catch up on more sleep. So
0: So the faster we get through this podcast, the faster you can get some sleep.
2: It was I mean, probably not, because I'm very bad at falling asleep when I want to fall asleep, which is why it took me until three AM to fall asleep that night. I was exhausted, but Yeah. I like crawl into bed and I get on my phone and then I'm like scrolling through I don't know, discord or Twitter or something. And then it's two hours later and I'm like, well, I should have gone to bed an hour ago.
3: Yeah.
0: So that's your experience. I did the, yeah. I did the bull, the bulldog pub experience. Uh, Cause I was optimistically sitting on those couple of vacation days for, for future rounds, but that will not happen this year. Uh, I got the Bulldog a little bit after 6, like maybe 6.10 or something like that. It was already a, a nice number of people in there. Not not crowded yet, but I mean all the, all the bar stools were taken and a good number of people were staying around there at that point. By the time it got to like 6.50 or so, uh, the place was was pretty well packed. Uh, a little bit after kickoff, it, I mean you you had to... Inch your way through if you want to get to the other side of the bar. Uh, so place was packed. Good on good on everyone to show up for that. Uh, packing out Bulldog on a Tuesday night to watch uh, an internet stream. That's a that's a hell of a thing. Uh, crowd was into it. Everyone was was getting a little loud, getting a little boisterous. Um, yeah, it was it was a really solid. If anyone who went to the the watch party for the conclusion of the Miami game. It was it was like that. Uh, I mean, it was very similar to that. Actually, probably more people this past week than that game, but it was that kind of vibe. Um, and just listening to some conversations, it was a lot of buddy who knows what's going on brought the buddy who does not know what's going on and trying to explain it to him and all that kind of stuff. So there, were, there was definitely some newbies getting indoctrinated that night. But I uh, just real solid um performance by everyone at the bar, and yeah, I mean, if we're pulling those numbers there on a, on a Tuesday, even with those special circumstances i mean i'm I'm optimistic about about things to come um Vesty, you watched with some kids, didn't you?
1: or were they asleep yeah, by the, no, they're up they, they don't go to bed till like eight thirty so they, they get the first half at least. But yeah, as, as I mentioned earlier, I was feeling kind of crummy this week, so I did, didn't want to go out to Bulldogs. So I had the home experience and continued my indoctrination of my children in Open Cup uh, depression. <laughs> how, was, uh, how was Kerr and Watts on the call? They weren't bad. Um, I mean, you know, they they know the USL and, and Watts is still down here. And Kerr's calling MLS stuff, so he's got some more information on that side. I think, you know, they're about as as good as they always are. I'd say. So, was, um, someone said they they dropped in a patch reference on us. Oh yeah, no, they they talked about that game where Pastra smoked us at the end and um, scored his goal. They know why. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they they know they're just pushing our buttons because I don't I don't recall any good reason to bring that up. Just to check off the box is all he did it for, yeah, I respect that though, no they are fine i I was good to hear him back, um you know I, I think they i mean they were the league's announcers for a couple of years, and so I think it's it's good to get the band back together now that curves up in m l s most of the time,
0: yeah i mean i'm i'll I imagine it'll be those two uh for the cup final as well,
1: or for the u s l finals as well, yeah, I know I know m l s people who watched that for the or heard them for the first time. You know, like to, to dig on them, but they don't know how bad it can get. I'll, I'll take Watson Kerr all day. Word.
0: Starting lineup, Wait in net, Dos Santos, Biasi, or Farrell in the back, Farrell, who was not even in the 18, uh, playing his old team, Phoenix, gets a start. DZ, Junior Eto gets a start. Danny Rivera back from injury. Danny Griffin, Robbie Mertz, and then back from his uh, his hip flexor issue back in the columbus game is good old chico albert dequa the bench is kenny was on the bench Riot lopez we just talked about was who has been missing for a while got back into the 18 marky uh tola asamano back from whatever he had going on and then gomes that we talked about as the backup to wait Vesty, your thoughts when you saw this lineup felt like they were going for it or bob doing bob things
1: Oh no! Yeah, they they were going for it. Um, I had Both teams were when since lineup came out. I think somebody said it looked like it was probably three three fourths of their starters as well. So, you know, it's what what, what we want in the cup. We want the, the the best that the teams can provide and to go head to head. So, it, with the rotation on Saturday with Phoenix and with our starting lineup, it definitely seemed like you know we were we we're gonna go for it and they're. You know, there couldn't be any excuses on Cincy's side if they, they dropped the ball about, like, oh, we only played our B team or whatever. So it was definitely matched up to be a, a good game from the get go. Although it didn't really end up that way for injury reasons.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. You mentioned the Cincy lineup. Without going through the names, it was, I mean, more or less. 75%, 8% your expected starters, and then the, the difference being from the, the Columbus game, the guys that you would normally see start, they were on the bench as opposed to Columbus, not even bringing them up to Pittsburgh. So they had those options coming off the bench if they needed it. Uh, were you getting a sense in Cincinnati, maybe talking to the locals down there of what their expectations were, Ariana, uh, especially after the labs came out, or what was the vibe down there pre-game in terms of expectations
2: well it's interesting you say that because not i I didn't talk to a single Cincinnati fan mainly because of past experience with the you know this like steel army in, in Cincinnati we have some bad blood um, so we kind of avoided the other section and avoided everyone in general. I mean, people just didn't, they didn't care to talk. So there wasn't any hype one way or the other. Um, The lineups dropped in. Everyone in the bar was talking about the Riverhounds lineup, Um, but not a single Cincinnati person looked like they, you know, cared or moved to their phone. So it, it almost seemed like one, they expected who they expect, you know, they knew who they expected to play. Um, or they just didn't care enough. Uh, they felt either that confident or that unconfident in their team that they just didn't care who 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 was played. So there wasn't a lot of hype about the the lineup uh, before the game. Um, just some sly comments towards you know the folks dressed in black and gold and a couple of really nice guys just saying you know welcome to Cincy, which is a inter- interesting statement since it. You
1: know, it feels a lot,
2: a lot like welcome to hell.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that? that is threat as <laughs> threat?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so the first half of this game, I think could be summed up in, a, a, a the injuries basically, or at least one in a, a suspected second. Uh, Dequa in the 11th minute takes a, takes a forearm slash shoulder, uh, Challenging for a ball, he goes to the ground. Looks like it was a shoulder or elbow thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily with the contact uh, with the Cincinnati player, but when when he made uh, when he fell to the ground. At least that's how I I saw it. Uh, Vesty, what? How did you read it? Especially maybe when you could hear uh, hear the TVs at home and what they were talking about. Shoulder, elbow, something to that effect.
1: I not the shoulder from the get go, and, and I, I thought it was actually from the contact. Um, I it, it's, I don't think the guy like had any bad intentions by it, it's just kind of something that happens sometimes. But com- I could kind of get maybe ahead of myself a little bit with uh some of the other stuff happening later, but it, the game started very, very chippy and. Mm-hmm. Uh if Cincy fans are gonna complain about what Biasi did and like you know, it's a violent tackle or something like that, so he should get something punished harder. I feel like Dequa getting a friggin' blindside shoulder check is significantly worse than than what Biasi did. Uh even taking away the the result of it out of the uh, the equation. So, like, I don't want to hear complaints from Cincy about what Biase, Biase can fucking drag down a castle all he wants. Mm-hmm.
2: They collected, what, three yellows in the first, you know, 30 minutes of the game?
1: Oh, yeah. I, w- I was shocked that we actually ended full strength. Like, I guess they settled down at halftime, but it was pretty yeah, sides chippy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's, we can go into that too. Biase
0: mentioned before in the 23rd minute, I believe my notes have. Uh, mm-hmm. super professional foul, just, uh, and by professional, I mean, um, uh, two hand wrap up tackle. Love, love to see it. I was,
3: I was
2: damn attractive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Solid slide. Uh, I mean, as I put out on Twitter, if, if, if he was on this team in 2020, passion never scores that fucking goal because he would have done just that. Never give mm-hmm. the guy a chance to, to, to get loose. Uh, I mean, I don't get what all the bitching's about. It's pretty obvious what. What the intent there is? He's 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 just not in the, not letting the guy get free, and instead of bumping him or instead of just trying to pull the jersey, he's just we're just gonna wrap him up and and make sure it doesn't happen. Uh, pretty standard yellow card, but I mean, if that's gonna get under everyone's skin, then then all for it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucking good. I love,
1: I loved it. Yeah, it wasn't Dokso um and no, I think Dos Santos was still clearly. Oh, to, we had like two, defense. yeah. yeah had like two guys back. I mean, you could make the argument that he actually didn't need to do it at all, but I don't blame him for doing it. Mm-hmm. But it, like, it wasn't violent. Like, if he would have like slide tackle and taken his legs out, then I think that would have been a red. But I, I saw comments like, "That's not violent; it's just cynical," and so that that gets yellow.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What was the uh,
0: what was the reaction in the in the stadium when that happened? Because I mean, <laughs> you you never you don't typically see two arm wrap up tackles, but. Um, you know, how, how the, uh, how the in-person crowd take it?
2: Well, to say the boo birds were out, uh, was an understatement. It got really loud and rowdy there. Um, but my biggest complaint, the biggest complaint of many of the people in the steel army was you could actively see from our vantage point where the slide began and ended because Biasi took up some grass. Or at least shuffled it so you could see where the the slide was, and the ref put the ball probably a solid three feet in front of where the end of the tackle was. So if you're gonna if you're gonna card him fine, but at least you know put the ball where it's supposed to be, put the put the ball where the penalty happened. Uh, you can't play inside felt, a divot. It felt skeevy. I mean, that was the worst part of of that field. They they came around at halftime. They had people. I wanna know what this person's job title was. But they had people come around and and fix the divots in their grass.
0: It, I know I them. know that I probably know one of the people doing that.
2: I mean, it's it's a vibe. I'm here for it. But like it felt like, you know, when the people on the golf course are going, you know, behind people playing golf, like filling in all the holes. Like but yeah, it, it was Yeah, the Cincinnati fans were were pretty uh, salty about that, but less so in the sense that, you know, we get yelly and, you know, we call for a card or we make fun of the ref and say he's not good at his job. They didn't – it wasn't any of that, so they had really boring chants. Um, Not that we could hear the actual, you know.
0: We'll just assume they were boring.
2: I mean – the fact that I couldn't hear them, the fact that they didn't get the entire grandstands chanting, go back to Ohio like we did, is is insulting to them. I mean, we can get all six thousand people, six thousand one hundred and seven people chanting the exact same thing. So, ha. Um, I, never, I never
0: saw a attendance number for that game. How many people? Were, how many people were there?
2: Oh, yeah, for uh, oh, for the Columbus game or this game?
0: No, oh, for that game, for the Cincinnati game.
2: I didn't see a number either, but we had that's the number I was pulling from was, yeah, us, yeah. but I didn't see one.
0: I mean, what would be your guess? What's your, your guess the crowd well, number?
2: <laughs> um, so everyone who watched on TV got to see I have to send this picture so you can truly appreciate um, what I saw. But you guys could see a full sta- stadium, you know, in the back and you know, it was it was pr- pretty packed. From about, I mean, their entire section behind that one end zone was was packed, and then ha- about half of bars. Um, but under the camera, the entire section on that side of the field was empty. Not a single human sat on behind the benches in that stadium. They packed everyone on the other side. So on TV, it looked full. But the stadium itself was probably only half full in yeah. reality.
1: I have a number. Okay. Oh. Do we want to guess it first, or you just want to hear it? Uh, I'll I'll go um, seven thousand three hundred.
2: I'm gonna say eight four.
1: They are claiming sixteen six thirteen. Shit. <laughs> All right, there we go.
2: I'm. I'm sending this picture in in our Discord right now. It's a it's a panorama I took of the the stadium, just so you can truly appreciate. I mean, this is right before this is before the game started, so a lot of the seats that you know did fill up on the the right side of this picture I took. But if you zoom in, you can look that there's that is bullshit. There's no way there were sixteen thousand people there. That's that's the amount of tickets they sold.
1: Speaking Which, of camera, I'm oh, sorry. Eh,
2: that just gets me into another argument, but um, they made the, the families of the players. So I, I mentioned the Mertz clan came, um, a couple other uh, significant others of players uh, came as well. And they they had purchased tickets near our section. Um, and then we're told they weren't allowed to sit there and they had to go get new tickets. So they went down to the box office and got new tickets. And then they put them in Section two, 222 and the third row from the back, from the absolute <laughs> tippy-top of the stadium. Fuck. That's a dick move. <laughs> like, I felt so bad for them. Like, we were in the corner, but we were at least, you know, in the front row of the second, you know, level. Well, not the front row, because they blocked off the front row so that we couldn't throw anything below us, which is a vibe. I have so many complaints about the stadium, how they treated us, the team, how they treated us. We, it's just.
0: Can we do like a separate special where you just you just you grind your gears honestly, about? Yeah.
2: yeah, I could. Okay. I could. I could do a whole episode on just how crappy FC Cincinnati treated us. We, uh, Despite the fact that they burned bridges with us last year. So you, you would think that they would be a little bit nicer. But
0: the welcome wagon did not come out this time.
2: No, No. in fact, the exact opposite. We had probably four security guards hovering around our maybe forty-person section the entire game. Like, what are we gonna do? Jump the field from the second the second level? Jesse wasn't allowed to hang his flag that he made up. uh, His Jagoff's flag. Garbage.
0: (laughs) All right. Garbage. So uh, anyway, all the Patreon subscribers can wait for that on on the the Patreon feed. (laughs) Just, I like just the idea,
1: bitching about Cincinnati.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, the, uh, the, the soapbox feed where it's just one of us going off <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, you, yeah. You know what? No
0: better way to start that than just give her an open mic and twenty minutes of uh, of record
1: time to see where it goes.
0: Uh, yeah. Right uh, before half, I was, half. Gonna, I oh, was yeah. gonna
1: just real quick complain about the camera work as well. Since yeah, what the mentioned. fuck was?
0: Why had to be like super
1: wide the entire time? That was a hundred percent a remote camera that they use probably for MLS Next Pro or something like that. Like you saw at the beginning too, like it was getting off off kilter as well. Yeah, that's that's the same kind of problem I get with my friggin' baby cam when like the rotation and the the pan doesn't work out quite right. Like you're, you're going to host this in an MLS stadium, but not give a crap to actually have a guy in a camera.
0: Yeah, that it was a, a it was annoying. See, I just assume they, uh, you know, they're paying minor the intern league.
2: Yeah, they were too busy sticking their uh, sticking their men on us.
0: <laughs> I mean, but Don Garber's concerned about the professionalism that some of these stadiums show up for this. Uh, yeah, for this competition.
2: Yeah. Half empty stadium.
0: Fuck off, Don. Kind of Dawn? garbage is that? Fuck off. Uh, right before half, uh, Robbie Martz goes down. I, I'm going to be very honest, people. I still don't know what the hell that was. Does anyone have a, I agree. Uh, a, any no. insight? Because I still know what it's that a, was. Something the ankle I, it looked like. Okay. I
3: can
2: tell you, Chico. After the game, we went down to greet the players, and Chico had a sling on, so that one was pretty obvious. But he was but still smiling, that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't not smile. That's that's Him yeah. and, uh Danny Rovi, I swear, they have a permanent smile on their face. Um, but Robbie didn't. He was, you know, dressed in street clothes, but. It wasn't like he had anything wrapped, like obviously wrapped, like Chico's. Um, he wasn't on crutches or anything, so
3: Was I couldn't tell you what he a hurt. Limp?
2: Not that I could tell. It All seemed right. like he came over just fine, but he came into the stands to talk to his parents, so you know he climbed up the railing. So
0: oh, that's a positive sign.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it might have just been a, a, st- a stinger, but. I couldn't tell you what it would actually happen. Some of us missed it. <laughs> uh,
0: so take it to the second half. Uh, what I just assume was Robbie trying to just kill off some time before half. Uh, may have been something more serious, but we get the get the half. Uh, Kenny comes on for 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 Robbie, um, and then uh, the goals start coming in. Uh, the first goal. I mean, we could just be pretty pretty brief with this. I think. Mm-hmm. is a, a ball played to a man in an offside position who then plays the ball to another person in an offside position and it goes in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, there's only so many ways you can say that was poorly officiated. And, um, anything else to add to that? Because that's about it on my end.
2: One thing. You can tell the Cincinnati fans did not agree with that call but didn't want to be obvious about it because when they replayed it on the big screens, you know, you expect cheering. There was very minimal cheering. (laughs) He he got quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They were like, we're not going to cheer for this because they're right. We're just going to take it as offside.
0: Not just once, but twice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they zoomed in on the, the offside judge on that side, the, the lineman. And he, he looks so, Confused and befuddled, when the when the main ref came up and was like, "What did you see?" He just looked. You could tell he wasn't paying attention. Was uh, could,
0: was he? Was that that AR? Was he able to? Was he an eye line of the video screen? Yeah. Oh.
2: Both of them. Oh. So it zoomed in on his face. He I'm, was probably embarrassed.
0: Yeah. Well, then, because he he's able to if they replay it and he can see how bad he fucked up.
2: Now they didn't replay it for a while. I kept screaming and yelling, which, you know, our secure our personal security guards did not like. Uh, I kept at because we were our seats were right in front of the second screen. So one of those screens was above their supporter section. The other screen was above our supporter section. Um and they didn't play it for a while. Even after they confirmed that it was a goal, they didn't play it until they it was kind of like a reluctantly like I guess we'll have to replay it. And everyone in the stadium saw it and everyone knows it was an an improper
0: call. So yeah. Uh, Second goal. Um, This is my embarrassing moment. Um, So the, it comes off a, a corner as you've probably seen a thousand times. I thought the, the ball off of the corner was so horribly misplayed that while it's in the air, I'm laughing about how fucking badly, how bad he, he put oh. that ball in there. And then I shut the fuck up real fast after that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, best goal against the Hounds ever.
1: Dude, I don't know. How, I don't know how you could think of anything else that's this better than that. Um, I, 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 poked, I didn't want to do it too much because I was feeling bummed after the game, but I did poke around the some Cincinnati. Areas and see what they were saying about the goal and apparently that is that is a play as a design play that They have tried a few times, but you know, it's so easy to screw up that hit so, uh, just Unlucky for us that it actually worked this time not Disappointed that like if that was the only goal of the game if if the first goal didn't happen and that's you know The start of the the downfall like, you know can't be can't be mad about that at all
0: no um how how was the crowd reaction because if if they got quiet for the first goal they could not have been quiet about that second one
2: oh yeah no no that was that was it shut us up real quick <laughs> shut um, shut me up <laughs> yeah um but yeah the entire stadium just kind of erupted Um and yeah there was no denying it and they played the replay instantly so there's no really no questioning what that was did, but did i
0: do they do the the flash and the lights thing there
2: yes oh that's obnoxious uh, it is obnoxious first off the lights in that stadium are disgustingly bright like i get that this the lights on the field have to be but like every other light just was obnoxious Say, save it for the and patreon then, feed <laughs> and then they flicked the lights uh, Turned them off It felt like it was just It was real weird But yeah, that second goal Was kind of like Everyone around us kind of turned to us And was like, yeah, you can shut up about that first goal now
0: Yep I mean, it's what I would have done
2: Yeah Followed yeah. by the third goal
0: Yeah I, I uh <sighs> That third one feels like a bit of an afterthought after the the interestingness of the first two. Uh, but I mean, if there was any any doubt that this game was how this was going to go, that that pretty much put that to bed. Uh, and I, this is, I guess, the one you c- you can blame the the Hounds for for poor defense, poor poor marking. Um, haven't seen that much from them lately, but. Uh, it it was poor. Uh the only way I can really describe it. Uh vesting yeah. anything from a, a less rowdy location at your house.
1: No, just they just lost the guy. And um, you know everybody else was marked, but whoever was supposed to to watch for the runner didn't and there was uh decisive editor. Like wasn't gonna miss that. Nope.
0: Uh moving past that quickly Ariana, you uh, hope you save your tickets though, because you you witnessed something pretty pretty amazing and we're not talking about yes. the Galazzo.
2: Baby's baby's first goal.
0: Yeah, Joel Shalomy. Motherfucker found the back oh. of the net. In in uh, the silliest of, of times ever to, to find a goal, but Yeah. My man found it. How uh, to everyone appropriately celebrate that man finding finding a goal?
2: I mean I, I kind of blacked out in the moment because it was like, did this actually happen? <laughs> did, did he actually find the back of the net? In the only time, in this exact moment, he found the back of the net. Yes. Um, we all celebrated, and I, I had little, little tears in my eyes. It was a, it was a fantastic play. Uh, and it's baby's first goal, which means uh, he's gonna keep scoring. This is just the start. He he's, he, he's he may have to keep
0: scoring at this point because
2: <laughs> he's he's broken the seal.
0: It, yeah.
2: it's that was that was beautiful.
0: And what's kind of sad it, it was it was in terms of all the era looks he's had. This was kind of like <laughs> nah, you know. Yeah. And that's the one that squeaks by. Still yeah. fell over while he did it. <laughs> <laughs> was he were, have you described him as the baby giraffe or was that someone else that's that's what i say in discord yeah 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 i say baby it's, deer it's not inaccurate <laughs> but he's, he's our all-ish. he's our baby deer he's our baby giraffe yeah i, I don't yeah, know who that guy was cool. who posted that meme uh the spongebob meme everyone going was... shit about that about the mls goal, or about the uh <laughs> the second goal and all of us in our little corner
3: yeah, celebrating
2: Tola's first goal. Hell yeah! Uh, first, first of many, it, please. So I, I can pull up his name to give him a shout out. Uh, that would be Brandon Bartley. Am I
0: supposed to? shout out? If you're listening, Brandon, I'm. I totally apologize if I don't know. Come up and say hi. I'm. I'm bad at yeah, putting faces and names.
2: That was. That was. That meme was was money.
0: Yeah. The, the silver lining on the otherwise. Uh, dour day. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts of this of this game in general? Um, I, I mean, a, a shame to go out this way, but really now just hoping that the injuries aren't one, the injuries aren't as bad as they could be, and two, this kicks off the the summer of Tola scoring some some bangers.
2: Well, Tola's my double double pick from my hot toes and bold predictions. We have. Many games for him to, to earn that. And he's not goal
0: more goals. So. Does he have any does he have any assist? Does he have one?
2: Yeah. I, he yeah, had one. Yeah. I so, think so. So he's Hold on, I I have it here. He's got two assists.
0: Ooh, okay. So he just he's he's so close.
2: So close. So close. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was it was great. I appreciate everyone who came out. Uh couple of front office members uh, came out and sat with us, so and then drove back uh the same night so so, my the fun car was not the only uh open cup stickos who did the drive in 12 hours, but um, uh, I, Jeff did the drive in 12 hours. Well, probably a little bit more because he was there at about he was there earlier than we were, but uh, he did the drive there and back, uh, as did the players. Um, yeah, and then we got to go and, and say hi to all of them and um, Bob. What I'm surprised at, I also went to Indy, and the Indy talk after the game, and that was a draw, a 1-1 draw, was, I don't know, we clocked it at, like, 38 minutes, I think. This one was probably, like, 12 minutes, um, and, and he didn't... He didn't seem he seemed more upset about the indie draw than he did about this loss um he was you know apologetic to the fans when he eventually came over um but yeah it, it it definitely and I feel like he probably kept it short because it was written on all the players faces they were devastated if if you haven't seen uh uh someone posted and i'll I'll get his name up too um posted a picture of junior eto and danny rovey sitting at the at the end after the game and they were just kind of talking it out uh and then someone else joined them at one point but it was marky joined him at one point and it was just the saddest picture i've ever seen so if because we know that you know front office listens to it so so all the players must listen to how uh, I
0: apologize if you do. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> Facts. Um, I I just I would if I could say anything to them after that, it it would be that this this you you did it you made it. I promise we're not mad at all. The fact that we made it that far was outstanding. FC Cincy just has our number. Uh, no matter what happens.
1: Um, I
0: mean, what, what, what? you lost to a, you lost to a, a horror show officiating decision. Uh, yeah. a, a fucking, Two injuries. A, a fucking wonder goal. Uh, yeah. I mean the third one, you, you, you can make legitimate complaints about the, about effort and stuff on the third goal. Um, and yeah, and you, and you, you lost your, your lean score in one of your engine room guys in the midfield in the first half. Yeah, so. like, eh.
2: The fact that they held they held their line so long it is all that really matters to me. You know, we, at the end of the game, you know, if we win, we lose. They they played against the top tier MLS team. We we beat the crap out of two MLS teams already, and then held our own against a third MLS team.
0: you went beat the crap on one nils, huh? Okay.
2: Yeah, right, yeah, we fine. did. They like were it. they were top top of the top of the league when we played them, and now they uh, can't seem to score. Win, they can't seem to win. I so, mean, yeah, Bob we, is we broken versus
0: Arena. This is this is undisputed.
2: So I'm a little a little bruised. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't think that any player should be upset with their performance. I think that every player, you know, was well rounded, and, and we held our own for for a long time. So. You know, we we chant all the time, we love you, uh, and that rings true, most especially now. Um, they, they did, this is what, the first time since 2001, which is two years after the inception of the Riverhounds that we've made it this far. That's amazing that they did that. And we'll just do it again next year, so.
0: <laughs> There's Bob Gunn, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. stop.
2: You can't see me, but I'm shrugging
0: over here. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Vesti, final thoughts on, on Cup Run
1: 2023? Great run. Uh, you know, we got we got further than I think anybody except for Sturino thought we would. Although I think he was also just saying hot takes, just a few hot takes. Well, those hot takes come uh, true, so. <laughs> well, was it broken clock or whatever? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, like it, I, I really thought we could have could have gotten them. Um, we played a good first half, but losing two of our best players, two of our you know, paciest players as well, it just you it just put it an out reach, and then the the heartbreak of a, a bad ref call. Um, you know, we we know in the Open Cup, the longer the game goes on, the more it starts favoring MLS just from a of stamina and and. Training perspective, so you know, not getting it, not getting anything in the first half, losing guys, shitty call. That then we had to get stretched out to try to make it up. It's just, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't call it heartbreaking because at that point you kind of like resigned that this is just not going to go our way. But uh, I'm not even going to go
0: heartbreaking because I mean at that point you're it was house money when you walked in that place to begin with. So
1: yeah. So yeah, no. It was great that we got as far as we did. Um, and it consolation prize as we get some cash money out of it. Yes. Back. Look at that
0: trans- transition for me. Um, got yeah. to keep this going. <laughs> I, yeah, as we creep over in, in 120 here. Uh, yeah, Birmingham also uh, done dirty by a, a bad officiating call in their Open Cup game. Uh, pretty blatant handball that was not called in the box. They lose 1-0. By way of them only beating one first division team on their cup run compared to the Hounds two, uh, they fall behind the Hounds in the quest for for a sweet twenty five thousand dollar check as the furthest advancing second division side. And so my question to both of you is: This was posed to you in the morning, so you had time to think about it. Uh, if you were in charge of spending the twenty five thousand, and the two requirements are one it had to be Public facing in some way, so it doesn't go to just paying bills or anything like that, uh, and it cannot be spent on player acquisition or player salary. How are you spending the twenty-five thousand uh, dollars on behalf of the Hounds, uh, Ariana? Go first. How are you, how are you spending twenty-five k?
2: Fireworks. Okay. Fireworks. We need fireworks.
0: Spoken like a true Ginzer.
2: Post-game pyrotechnics. How much Give fireworks do you... Now, much,
0: I don't even know how much fireworks go
1: for. How much, like?
2: Very how, much.
1: How, how much do you get for 25000 You can get a lot on the side oh. of 51 on the 4th of July. Ayo. <laughs> Spoken like a true <laughs> yinzer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vesty, how you you spending twenty five k?
1: Well, you know, my roof crusade, I don't think that's going to quite cover a roof. Although, we could get a lot of those cheap pop-ups we use in the parking lots and just make our own. Ooh, it's, uh, uh, that's a good call, actually. Uh, yeah. The other obvious answer is it piss around the section. Uh, you know, that, that, We'll leave that one to Serena for spending the money.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know how much it would help with the hounds, but let's have a little fun with it. A Sea-Doo Spark Jet Ski only costs $6,000, so we can get four of those. <laughs> And then get a little extra for the trailer, and go have some fun on the river.
3: Hey,
2: yo,
1: man! I feel bad because I like actually thought this out, and and and, oh fuck, you're in the wrong (laughs) podcast, man. Yeah,
0: well, because well, one, it's I mean, much like like you beat the drum about getting the roof. Uh, one of my pet peeves is do up a fucking proper Hall of Fame thing. Um. Mm Get the the white lettering off the the glass that no one can read. Uh, so double the money into into putting something a little more substantial in for for the haul. That I don't think would uh, would cost you 25k. So you got uh, you got a little bit to to play with. Um,
1: I don't. Oh, Okay, we, we threw you the loop it. with our fun answers yeah 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 so i i pfft. if you want the serious answer it's gotta be before the hour mark of the recording because after the hour mark we just go off the rails this is pfft,
3: Facts. never on the rails
0: <laughs> so yeah i want to say let's let's fancy up the uh, proper hall of fame wing uh and then the rest um uh, uh, give ammo a an expanded wardrobe
1: uh, we can get the dog house like you used to
0: have at Bethel Park. Ooh, that is a good call.
2: <gasps> where are we putting it?
0: <laughs> Sorry, bouncy castle, your time has come.
2: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> where I was hoping you would say.
1: Yeah. Or, or forget forget another icy light container over there. Just put the dog house on the <laughs> other side of the uh, the walkway. Fuck. Uh Jeff, I hope
0: you stayed through this one. I really do, man. Uh it's an old guard chill week. Hounds are playing uh, the Battery. One, there's there's a shield on the line. Two, it's a battle for first place. The Battery lost or drew last night slash this morning, uh, nil nil. Uh, a weather delayed fixture in the Carolinas against Detroit. It finished sometime after midnight. It was yeah, like ten or fifteen minutes after midnight. I think I somehow stayed up to watch the rest of this uh, rest of that game. Uh, it's a sicko. Yeah, it was, um, and you could tell no one there gave a shit. They they were just going through the motions that last twenty five minutes. There was no one left in the in the stands, which I'm disappointed to. Uh, all you Charleston Battery fans, you get a chance to watch your team play after midnight. I mean that's prime, <laughs> prime. That's that Fourth of July game we had, where they it finished after midnight or something like that. I think yeah. it started after midnight. Um, when you get those opportunities, they they are far and few in between. You need to uh, you need to be there and watch them bag a goal at twelve o one a m or some dumb shit like that. So disappointment in them. Uh, they take a draw. They've been on the skids lately. They've been take in the last five games. They have that goofy draw with Detroit. They've shipped seven goals to San Antonio. They gave up five to was it Indy there there I think it was Indy. Uh, the other day, where they took a red card in like eighteen seconds, sweet fucking yeah. dog, dog. So in the, you know, before anyone could break a sweat, uh, so they are they are definitely scuffling. The uh, Wonder Boy Ben Pierman may not have all the answers. Uh, Vesty, we've been so busy with various games, I've not had much of a chance to look at look at Charleston that well. Um, do you have any insights? At all, absolutely not. Beautiful, Ariana. Also, no. <laughs> I mean, basically, he just he took all the players he could he could swing from from Memphis who were out of contract. He carried them with with them down to the Charleston. He's pulled in a couple other pieces. Some some names you're going to recognize. Some you're you're not. Uh, it started. I mean, they were they were like can't miss early in the year and they're top of the East with a negative goal differential. Wait, you when we say, man. Like uh, it should be an interesting
1: longer. one. The only thing I'm feeling about this game is I'm feeling the draw. Uh
0: no. cup cup hangover.
1: Yeah, like you know, Charleston on the on the skid and hey, they had that weird game. Cup hangover for us and Assuming no Dequa, assuming, assuming
0: no Mertz. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, Kiza didn't well, play this
0: on Tuesday, so he's got he can we'll come back in there. Well, back. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Tola, his time to shine is now here.
2: Yep, Tola's starting
0: on uh, Saturday with uh, full
2: confidence.
0: Arturo, he's gonna make it four games of four.
2: Arturo hat trick incoming.
0: Uh, well, <sighs>
2: <laughs> not this game. Maybe just incoming in general. It's at some point. Yeah. Fair enough. It's, it's going to happen. It, it's inevitable.
0: Uh, this kind of goes with what I was just talking about. Somewhere on one of the promo schedules or something, they had something about this being a Hall of Fame game or Hall of Fame night. Oh. Has that fallen I through the cracks seen. or something? Because they have said nothing about this. I have, I I have to look. I think it's the next game.
2: What is this game? Charleston. Yes. Oh, it's a giveaway.
0: Another, oh yeah, a, a blanket to so the first five hundred people through the yeah. stands. Okay. Oh. Because <laughs> I thought when we were talking I, I... about the the wedding thing, we we talked about moving it away from from uh, inside baseball. They were originally th- thinking about doing the wedding for this game, uh, and I thought we moved it off because, yeah. or we we encouraged them to move it off because we're thinking there's gonna be a Hall of Fame thing going on. I don't know. No, I
2: think they moved it because of the Pride game.
0: All right. All yeah, right. that's.
2: I just have. I have the the little magnet, and it just has. It wasn't on the magnet. The-
0: I mean, it's not worth searching about now because we're getting close to an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we're we're running late enough. We're gonna have to bump uh, talking about the new USL president this week. Uh, but there's some other uh, other USL things to talk about. Uh, Winder, one point two million to Benfica. Fucking finally! It only took two months uh one I, I guess glad that guy's not around even though he had a really poor u-20 World Cup finished off with an known goal good on on you Josh um but he's out of he's out of louisville he's gonna go into benfica uh 1.2 million through the door plus potential add-ons and and things for uh for performance While well, he's out there kind of pales in comparison to the 25k but uh, in terms of a league thing, how how big deal, little deal, no deal for the USL as a whole? This transfer, vesti
1: I say a big deal because every it seems like every couple of weeks we get some new record breaking transfer, and the league definitely seems like they are trying to position themselves as a selling league uh, to Europe to get people to come through here because it's easier to get to Europe than through whatever. Weird ass MLS roster rules are so good for the league. At some point, we got it on the Riverhound side. We got be looking around, being like, So, when are we getting in on this cash train? Uh, hopefully soon. Do you think, do you actually think that the hounds would? Because I got my doubts. Uh, I hope that they see what's happening elsewhere and want to get in on that especially with Jeff as president because I believe the O's the Orange County had some stuff they're doing too. things with Rangers and they've sold a couple guys yeah so hopefully that's the culture change coming through but uh, just got hope I guess yeah I just I don't know it
0: just doesn't seem like a how Bob does business but you know may have to may have to adapt is I mean 1.2 million might it's people to, might encourage people to change their their perspective on things. Uh, Ariana, a uh, uh, big deal, little deal, no deal.
2: Well, I think it's a big deal. Puts us uh, a little bit higher on the map, um, internationally. But that's that's about that's about all I've got <laughs> for that one. Um,
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh,
2: I think it's, I think it's a big deal. I mean, that's a lot of. I mean, good for
0: him. <laughs> good for that guy. Go
3: have
2: fun.
0: Yeah. Do, do, better, than do, that, do better than you did uh, in this this past yeah. World Cup. Because a lot of pa- podcasts were sp- speaking that guy's name and not in the most positive of light, so
3: lights.
0: Mm. So, time to take those talents to to Benfica. Godspeed, Mr. Winder.
3: Godspeed. Get the fuck
0: out of the league. <laughs> uh, USL poking around and asking fans about uh, how they consume games, how they watch games, and then asking questions in a survey, would you pay for a USL-only streaming service? Uh, Vesti, you're the first person who brought this up to us. uh, One, I I think the idea of a USL-only streaming service seems insane to me, but they're asking enough questions about it that it might have legs. What? What are your thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, so, you know, it took a long time this year for us to get word that we're going to be on ESPN Plus again. So it definitely seems like that's a one-year deal, and the league is exploring possibilities after that. So the survey was on the the USL corporate website, and it got brought up on Reddit. I don't know who they sent this out to or if they even advertised it. It seemed like it was kind of hidden. And, and in fact, it's actually closed now. I, I try to get on it right before this to, to make sure I get the actual question wordings right. So I hope somebody filled it out other than me. Um, but yeah, they were they were interested in, you know, um, how you watch USL like, versus streaming or local channel, if there's a deal, uh, how many teams you follow, how many games you watch a week, what other leagues you watch on, on what platforms and things like that. And then at the end, there was like, hey, if we had our own thing, would you pay for that? And if so, how much would you pay for it? Um, and the, the ranges they gave was $50 a year, 70 a 100 or more than 100 which would be absolutely insane because I can't see how you can charge more than what MLS is, and that's the 99 I think. So, so yeah, they are... It seems like they are actively exploring their options. I... I know there are you know quite a few of us in the supporters who would would probably pay for a USL streaming thing but I cannot imagine it is enough nationwide to make it worthwhile uh, or or to give the money to do the production quality that they need to do to make it worthwhile so I I feel like they got to attach themselves to another service um you know if if ESPN's not interested anymore paramount you know has got a lot of soccer stuff these days or I, I don't know why apple would but maybe they can like try to sneak in on apple because it seems like they're expanding their content as well so interesting it'll be interesting in the off season to see where this where this lands
0: yeah i i mean i think everyone in this conversation would would without doubt pay for a, a streaming service just because i mean no you wouldn't
2: No. Not I pay for too many streaming services. I'm not paying for one that's solely USL. The like, there's nothing I think that they could offer for me at least that would make me jump at. Like, like, what are they? What are they offering? Games? Uh, No, thank you. Like, give give me something else. Like, one
1: one of the questions was like, if you know, what do you want? If we did our own thing, would you want? archive games studio shows something else but like
0: they were big they on betting it.
1: content and on that one thing too which is i thought was weird i, but.
2: I none of that uh, appeals to me enough to be like yeah i would spend that kind of money
0: Are you, do you have to, the espn to, stream to right to now for. do you have the
2: i have an espn bundle with disney plus and oh Hulu. that's right you, you so know. i'm not paying solely for espn plus i'm paying in a bundle. Now throw it on Paramount. I pay for that too, you know. Throw it on Peacock. I pay for that too. So pe- throw it somewhere where I'm not just solely relying on the very minimal soccer content it's going to give me. I just don't. I just don't see them putting out any content that would appease me to to. By to one subscribing and two paying anywhere from fifty to over a hundred dollars for it.
0: So I think Period. this is if the if the person who is willing to do a ninety minute podcast about a second division soccer team and then sure and then drive out and back to Cincinnati to watch them play <laughs> on a Tuesday night, if that person is sure. not is is flat out saying I would not buy a streaming service that's US only. I th- I feel that pre definitely tells us where the hopes of that being a viable option land. Mm. Because I mean I, I, I was gonna be more than happy to to pay for it, but when I saw some of the responses and people talking about online, I, it was it was fairly negative. So uh. yeah, I I guess I d I don't see it being being viable. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean I reluctantly bought MLS's thing this year, not that they're off ESPN plus. Um, you know, I we mean, missed the heyday where we can get both of them on one service. So like Probably if I had to really was, drag my all those games if at 730 like, when the Hounds are playing, which is the real kick in the balls. Well yeah, that that ended up being a real bad uh bad purchase i I understand why you think, oh, let's have all the games be at one time is mm-hmm. a good idea, but in practice, uh a common complaint I have seen about MLS is that if you miss the the time that the two hour time window like you're probably not watching anything then so i've watched significantly less mls this year because of that but um like the the point being though like if if i dragged my feet to buy an mls only thing as the first division um like i know the hounds are like consider the hounds my first priority but still Mm -hmm. it's i'm gonna drag my feet to buy a usl only thing too yeah, I I just
0: I don't see it working, but I maybe mean, they're they're posturing to to get a deal with something else. I the CBS the Galazzo thing seems interesting because I mean the the amount of work they've put into pumping the open cup and uh, that that show they're doing every morning with Charlie Davies and some some a uh, couple other people that looks like it's going well. Uh, that that might be a viable outlet for for the USL, but. We'll see where it goes because it does seem like this this year's ESPN deal is, is a one year deal, uh, so they might be open to go elsewhere next year. Uh, a couple more things on the list, and we're going this. We're now turning this into like rapid fire, be, because we're over lightning round. yeah, basically <laughs> lightning round. Uh, Bob Lilly, coach of the month for mm-hmm. uh, for May, uh, for May. Uh, five yeah. wins, a draw. Two over MLS teams. Um, I mean, hands down, obvious thing. Has he ever won Coach of the Month in Pittsburgh before? Maybe I, I can remember. Maybe, I think there's maybe one other time he had it. Whatever. Normally they don't respect Bob, but Bob, get some MLS wins. People talk about you. I'm uh, the Hall of Fame, you cowards. Right. If, just an if, aside. If, yeah, we're not doing this as a lightning round, are we? No. Uh, it's just
2: quick. Okay. It's just quick. They they could have picked a bit of better picture of of, of coach. Uh, that the, the picture that they picked to put in the coach of the month like image they posted online is insulting to Bob. I, I want another picture.
0: Wow. Okay. You're getting a little uh, a little feisty yeah. this week. <laughs>
2: I think everything's cute, and I'm fired up.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for that picture of Bob. That is not cute. Apparently, no. <laughs> and Cincinnati sucks. Facts. Uh, they eventually put Bob in the Hall of Fame down in down in uh, Frisco, Texas. Uh, how many people would go down for his uh, his induction?
3: I would.
1: I consider it. Yeah. See.
2: I mean, it's it's Florida, right?
1: Uh, That's Texas. No, Texas.
2: Uh, Texas. I mean, still, it's in the south. Warm.
0: But it's Texas. Wow. Yeah. I'm just saying, USL. People are willing to get on to watch Bobby inducted in Frisco, Texas. But uh, you're not buying that streaming service. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Facts.
0: Facts. it. Learn it. Uh,
2: I will drive to Cincy in 12 hours. Drive there back. I will not buy a streaming service. (laughs) you
0: beat. Jeff, pass the word along to the new president whose name we're not learning yet. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> uh, let's go through the list here. Uh, pride Rays are still going strong. Two goals so far on the year. Find the links to to contribute to that if you so desire. Uh, four more games left on the month. Hopefully we, we bump that, uh, that tally up. Uh, both the per-goal tally and the overall... Mark goes up a bit as we progress through June. Jamali Waite is coming close to his time going out to, presumably going to be on the Jamaican team for the Gold Cup. Game start here in a couple weeks. Uh, We'll we'll discuss it more, hopefully next week, discuss more of the Jamali Waite, how long he's going to be out, uh, situation, how many games he might miss, and who's going to step in to fill those starting uh, I was going to say shoes, but make gloves is, is the more apropos statement there. Mar Gomes mm-hmm. has, started, or has been on the bench the last couple games, and Garner has been outside of the 18. But we can delve into that a little bit more next week. <sighs> Guys, uh, just ticking close to, to an hour 40. A couple of videos that we are. Final thoughts, make them brief. Ariana.
2: Oh, God. Gotta be first. Uh, Hounds, we need more cute content. Next.
0: All right, more cute content. Uh, Vesty.
1: Let's bring the Yogar shield back.
0: Damn right. Uh, Set. absolutely. We'd like to thank the Beautiful Game Network for providing the online hosting of Houndsy. Check out the wealth of soccer content being produced weekly at bgn.fm. The Houndsy theme music was composed and performed by Rocket Band and Space Babies. Check them out at... Facebook.com slash Space The show is produced by Joe Madurek. Email the show at PGH at gmail.com. Put podcasts in the subject line. All complaints about the show can be sent to nick.noble at mail.wvu.edu on behalf of Ariana and uh, who else here? Vesti. Yes, I'm Dan Yost. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again soon. <laughs> (音声) the